Welcome to Blessed in This Mess. I'm your host, Lori Schlosser, and you're listening to episode number 10. This episode covers a topic requested by a family caregiver in Great Britain. You heard that right. I'll explain a little later how I got connected to a family caregiver in Great Britain. But in any case, she asked me to focus on the upsides of being a family caregiver, the positives that come along with caring for someone you love through a chronic situation that likely isn't changing anytime soon. I know, when you think about it, some days it's hard to fathom any positives in the mess, isn't it? But if you've been doing this a while like I have, you've likely found a few, and I'd like to share some of those with you today. Do you need a reminder about the upsides of family caregiving? About how this may be benefiting you in some way? Does that seem like a huge stretch? Well, stick with me here for a few minutes while we reflect on what I like to call becoming more. Listen in. Blessed in This Mess is a podcast to encourage and support family caregivers. If you are caring for someone you love through chronic illness, extended sickness, or disability, you're in the right place. Family caregiving is messy. It can be exhausting and isolating. But there are blessings to be found, even in the mess. I invite you to join me here every other week for some fresh perspective and simple reminders about the blessings in your role, about staying positive and preserving your health for the long run. Amazing doors have opened to me as I've rolled out this podcast in 2022. It's kind of unbelievable, to be honest with you. I've typically just said a prayer and walked right through them because part of my mission is to be present with you wherever and whenever you need support. I've been so honored to be asked to speak to organizations, to be interviewed for a feature article in the Illinois Times, and to sit down with NPR Illinois on the other side of their microphone to talk about the work that I'm doing. It has been just incredible. Last week, I spoke on Zoom to Margaret in England, and we chatted about my upcoming online talk to employees of a global tech company. Now, I have to be perfectly honest with you. I have a family member who works for this tech company, and the more I've learned about it, the more impressed I am that they have an interest in serving their employees, even in the areas of their personal lives that they know are impacting their lives at work. And we all know that family caregiving, the demands can bleed into all areas of your life. This particular lady, her name is Margaret, as I said, she wanted me very much to speak about a topic that kind of surprised me. Now, to be honest with you, I guess I wasn't surprised that there were commonalities across the ocean and across time zones among family caregivers, but I was surprised that even after she took a look at my website and she took a look and listened to some of my podcast material, she wanted me explicitly to talk about 
the upsides of being a family caregiver. I think, honestly, she just believes that family caregivers don't hear about those often enough. And so she asked me to focus on the positives despite and in the face of the grind for caregivers, the day in and day out vigilance, the interrupted sleep, extra doctor's appointments, the worry, the stress, the whole mess. And of course, I thought about it for a moment and then I thought, challenge accepted. Now, I have been doing the family caregiving thing for nearly 16 years, and I have to tell you, I have had time to think on this. Maybe you have not been in this arena quite as long, or maybe you've not thought about it. Have you thought about the positives that have come out of your time as a family caregiver? Is there anything good happening around all of the care that you're providing besides you know, in some ways, the love and connection that happens between you and the person you're caring for on a good day. What has happened in your life? What are some of the positives you can identify? Let's keep it simple and let's just walk this out. Today, I'd like to suggest that on the upside, we are becoming more. No, not like more grumpy or more short-tempered, although some days I know it feels like that. More frustrated, right? I mean, the more you and I are becoming over the long haul, the changes in our character, our connections, our personalities, our potential. How do I know about these things we are becoming? Well, primarily because I've paid attention in the relationships I've had with family caregivers. I've talked to so many in several different places, in the land of diabetes management, in senior care, in long-term care. And as time marches on, I do believe we are becoming more of the good stuff, honestly, despite our messy days as family caregivers. So here are my five observations about us over time. And just to prove my points, I'll also share some brief details about a caregiver I know who is more of each of these. And I will change the names just because I don't want to embarrass any of them. They are all fabulous people, and they will know, you will know this is about you when you hear it, my dear friends. So my first observation, we are more deeply connected to friends who get it. This was probably the first thing I learned about my growth when I became a family caregiver. I had new friends. They were my people. They were the people that understood what I was dealing with. And what I found is that I had some friends online. I had some friends in the flesh. I think it's beautiful if you can have both. And some of those folks over these 16 years are some of my best friends. They are the people who, if I were going into battle, I would choose them as my compatriots because they are tough, but they are loving and kind. And one of them, I'll call her Marsha, when she has a rough day, just to break things up, I am forever sending her memes and gifts of Wonder Woman because she's amazing to me. She is the mother of two young men with type one, and she is so resourceful and so funny. She finds the light side most of the time around just about anything. But if I ever needed anything in a pinch in the middle of the night, I would call Marsha. And I have called Marsha, and she always shows up. 
that is more of a deep connection with a friend. And that's all come out of my time as a family caregiver. And there are other friends I feel just the same way about. My second observation is we are more accepting and flexible around accommodating others who have needs, more accepting and flexible. I guess we eventually learn that everybody struggles with something at some point. Maybe that's just something I've learned as I've aged too. Everybody struggles with something at some point. I remember when our son was first diagnosed at the age of eight with type one diabetes. He came to me at one point and said, mom, I've decided this isn't fair. This isn't isn't fair that I have to do all of this. I have to stick my fingers and I have to count my carbs and We talked about it for a while, and eventually the response I came to was, you know, buddy, life is not fair. It's it's hard to explain to an eight-year-old, but everybody struggles with something at some point. Nobody is exiting this life without scars or bruises from something, and you learn that over time. And I think that's the reason we become more accepting and flexible, because we've had those scars and bruises. I think of a fabulous teacher that our son had the first full year that he was dealing with type 1. And I had heard that teachers could sometimes give give you pushback about the need to self-care in the classroom, to carry your supplies on you, to test your blood sugar, to do what you need to do. That was not the case with his teacher. And I learned very quickly it was because she was a family caregiver. She was the mother of a son with autism. She needed flexibility and acceptance in her life, and she was more than willing to extend that to us and allow our son to do whatever he needed to do in the classroom. She was fabulous, more accepting and flexible because of her time as a family caregiver. My third observation is we are more empathetic, more empathetic, better listeners, better encouragers, less likely to presume that we know already, that we know what is going on in someone else's caregiving journey more likely to sit with someone in the hard parts of their day. And in this regard, I think about a friend that I will call Faith because she is one of the most faithful people I know. I actually met her as I was advocating for my mom in senior care. She happened to have a son with Downs and some other challenges in long-term care. So she had been a family caregiver for, I think, about 30 years one of the most empathetic, fabulous listeners I have ever known. And we became fast friends because she was so interested in what was going on with my struggles at my mom's senior care facility. And then I found out she didn't even have a person in senior care. She had a son in a long-term care facility. But her empathy was incredible for what I was going through. And I know she was more empathetic because of the journey she had been on as a family caregiver. My fourth observation, in addition to finding these more deep connections with friends, more acceptance and flexibility in your own perspective, more empathy, is that eventually you become more influential. And that happens, I think, over time and to some personality types more than others. But with most of us, there's a ripple effect We become influential because we share what's happening in the land of family caregiving with our 
extended family, with our friends, with our colleagues. And along the way, we raise everyone up to a better level of understanding about the subtleties of life for people who may be struggling. We become more influential as we educate, as we advocate, sometimes in schools, sometimes with medical systems, with insurance companies, in the halls of government. And I see all kinds of evidence of this with a friend whose name is Diana, or I'm calling her Diana. And she has spoken to countless school groups. She has spoken to countless healthcare professionals. And she really influenced me to become more influential in the spheres that I run in. So that ability to speak your truth, to talk about what is really impacting your life and the life of the person that you know, you are so credible as a person who's in the trenches day in and day out. You are more influential because of the path you've walked. And then finally, I've observed that we are more resilient. Now, I know every day you don't feel like that, but think about it. You're still getting up and doing what you do. I have found family caregivers to be quicker to learn to set up support systems if they find they are in a family caregiving situation a second or third time, or if they have friends that become family caregivers, they understand how to counsel them about setting up a support system, finding that resilience. They are able to find joy in the middle of the mess because often there is no end in sight, right? And so you need to be able to become more resilient and find joy to build and expand your coping toolbox. And I've talked about that toolbox that I use as a family caregiver to de-stress, to find peace, to be encouraging. I have found family caregivers over time to be more self-aware, more reflective, and oftentimes more spiritual too, because family caregivers eventually realize they cannot run on just their own steam. Sometimes you need additional support, comfort, strength. Often that comes from a spiritual source. In the pandemic, during the pandemic, I saw so much agility. I saw a lot of worry. I had a lot of worry too in the throes of the deepest part of the pandemic. But I saw so much agility coming from resilient family caregivers. And I think of one that I'm calling Maggie. And again, she has an adult son living with challenges. And when the pandemic got to be a very, very stressful time, I talked with her off and on. And she was definitely using everything in her toolbox to stay resilient. She was taking her walks. She was doing her breathing. She was doing her morning devotions. She was trying to focus on the things she was grateful for. More resilient because of her walk. So to recap, on the upside of being a family caregiver, I believe over time we are more deeply connected to friends who get it. We are more accepting and flexible. We are more empathetic. We may become more influential, more resilient. Such positives that come out of such difficulty. So back to where we started with Margaret in Great Britain. She is a seasoned family caregiver, and she's also an incredible professional. 
Just a few minutes listening to that lovely British accent, and I knew she was so far more than a mom of two teenagers, and so much more than her job title. And she wanted me to be sure, to be certain, that the message I delivered across the ocean and across time zones focused on the positives in family caregiving. We are becoming more. And that, dear friends, is an unexpected blessing in the mess. Today's Bible Touchpoint is a word of encouragement about this process of becoming more. It comes to us from the first chapter of James, verses 2 through 4, and it reads, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Ever feel like your faith is being tested as a family caregiver? I know I do. Is faith a part of your caregiving journey? If not, maybe it should be. Leaning into the promises of God has certainly, certainly sustained me through the roughest days as a family caregiver. We hear people talk all the time about secret sauce. It is my secret sauce. With God's help, perseverance is what I do. And that is the case with every one of the ladies I have talked about today. I might not have known it as I met them initially, but eventually I learned that each one of them was a woman leaning into her faith. Each is faithful and leaning into a power that is greater than their own. I would suggest to you that it is an act of extravagant love to persevere as a family caregiver. And this verse suggests along the way we are becoming more mature and more complete. And I know that is counterintuitive in messiness, right? That we would become more. And it's also in so many ways countercultural. But I do believe I have witnessed it right in the middle of the mess, and the messier, the better. We are becoming more. Thanks for joining me today, and a big thank you for sharing the podcast with other family caregivers in your world. One more thing. If you'd like an email notice when I drop a new episode, please go to my website, laurieschlosser.com, and subscribe. That's also a great place to leave me a note or share a suggestion about a topic you'd like me to cover in future episodes. You can also find me on Facebook at Lori Schlosser or on Instagram at Lori Schlosser Speaks. Sweet friend, In the hardest days as a family caregiver, when there are tears and doubt and some days anger and frustration, we are becoming so much more. I hope this simple reminder brings you consolation and peace today. That's all for now. See you next time.